Alrighty. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi, everybody. This is Kevin Girl Podcast. I'm Kevin, and tonight I have Christina in the pod or in the basement on the pod. Um, I wanted Christina on this episode. Well, just because we already talked so much as it is, so why not record one of our convos? I've wanted to do this podcast literally for like <laughs> two years. <laughs> And the other person that's supposed to be here keeps oh, canceling. Bitch, not a and shade. So I think we, j- I just decided that we're just going to do it, just the two of us. We're lacking a whole different perspective because I know their perspective is totally different from ours. And I that's why I wanted them on the pod so bad. But, <laughs> but it's just going to be the two of us. Um, the crazy part about all that. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're not going to hear this. They're not going to hear this, even though they've been on this multiple times, my platform multiple times. They're not going to hear it. And I appreciate them. No tea, no shade. It's just, that was it all is, tea no, and shade. It just is what it is. It, it is, what, is, it is. what it is. Um, <laughs> and I realize I talk a lot about, oh, <laughs> this bitch just fell out of her chair. Are you oh okay? <laughs> I don't want to knock you further okay. back to your throat. Okay. Are you okay? I'm okay. She's on the floor right now. Christina, are you okay? What just what happened? Just you, you literally coughed out your chair. Oh. Is there something behind me? I didn't know if you were scared or something. No, I would protect you, obviously. I'd be like, bitch, go. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I was sipping on my drink. Is it good? It is good, okay. but I also like grapefruit. I was uh, sipping on my drink, but I didn't want to cough in the, in the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow this whole thing just tilted over. It just reminded me of like a That's So Raven like title <laughs> sequence thing. Because, you know, Raven's always doing crazy shit. Like a, It was just like, you were like, <laughs> I wish, I see, I need to start recording these videos. Um, again, I know I keep saying it's going to happen sometime. I really hope this makes me it's gonna start happen. recording with the camera. Bitch, because y'all, so y'all would have been like, what is going on? <laughs> okay. I, all I knew is I just looked up and I was on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, do I keep talking? <laughs> like, I don't know. Are you okay? Okay. <laughs> sorry. Okay, sorry. Um, and I also wanted to do this episode because I talk a lot about like religion and cults. And I just realized I was a part of the biggest cult on the planet. The cheerleading industry. Man. So, <laughs> now I can actually tell y'all a cult I have been a part of rather than dissecting ah! other people's cults. Um, this girl's hilarious. And then also, this is how me and Christina met. It so, is, isn't it? Yeah. So, it just, it's all full circle moments. And then also, because it is in the news cycle, because Jerry Harris just got convicted. I think he got sentenced Did to 12 Did you tell them years. we're talking about cheer? Um, we... I, this is how I'm segueing into it because we had a whole <laughs> coughing moment. Sorry. This is our whole coughing moment. Okay, so today on this episode, Christine and I are going to be talking about our experience with the cheerleading world, the cheer world. And then later, we're going to do something more fun. I decided to, like, combine, like, the ick thing, like, the the stuff going viral on TikTok with, like, the icks and, like, he's a 10 or she's a 10, but the qualifier things. Um, I combined them. So I took people's icks and put them with the she's a 10, he, he's an 8 shit. Um, and we're going to go over those. And then, no, we'll save our own eggs for separate episodes. But are you okay? Are you going to cough? Are you trying not to cough again? Or are you laughing? Cough. Okay. I'm sorry. Girl, we can pause and I it. Fucked, I can and I fucked your shit up too. I'm sorry. I, I messed up her entire segue. I'm just a mess. I'm sorry. Go ahead and keep it. It's okay. great. Okay. So, um, 
so like I said, Jerry Harris, he was the cheer Netflix star or whatever, uh, got sentenced to 12 years for, I believe it was child pornography. And um, I don't know if it was intent or they actually convicted him on oh soliciting sex for minors at cheerleading competitions. Um, so Ew. I wanted to... We can start with that just because it is like this podcast is about what's going on in the world right now, pop culture, news and stuff. But then we'll segue into our own personal like lives. Um, the Netflix show, Cheer. what did you think about the actual show? I think pre all this shit, mm-hmm. I was in love. Okay. Most definitely. I was like, finally, like something Cheers being like highlighted. Because uh-huh. for so long, like I know you don't personally love it, but uh-huh. like cheer didn't got a bad rep as far as like because it was like sidelines but if you did yeah. competition cheer like it was a lot you're of work you're an athlete you're an athlete you are, yeah people wouldn't call it a sport Mm-mm. uh-huh and it's i think it's it's now being considered a sport mm-hmm. but like <coughs> i'm sorry um you put in all this work for like this two minute and like 30 second choreography uh-huh. you put in like nine months of work, work. for two and a half minutes yeah <laughs> literally two and a half minutes yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. but i was happy that it was finally getting the recognition it deserved yeah as far as mm-hmm. like these athletes actually working their asses off and like they do dangerous shit and like people don't talk about it and they talk about football. It's the most dangerous sport it is <laughs> and like they talk about football and concussions and everything like that and like how football is so dangerous yeah one it is it's real aggressive don't love it but like <laughs> was a chili for years still don't know the sports i still don't know how, i still have no idea what's going on over there but like cheer like people will they're falling they're flying at like high speeds t- like high heights and like tumbling at fast speeds and like they're doing the craziest shit ever and like if something goes wrong you could die and so it's kind of like when simone biles had her whole situation with her mental blocks right before like the olympics mm-hmm. and she only performed i think like two different categories i wasn't mad at it it's because no. like bitch you're you're gonna hurt yourself like yeah. in the, as fast as she's going if you're not confident in yourself your shit's going down it's 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 over and then so god forbid she gets some injury she can't really come back from all for one moment she already knew she wasn't confident in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if she's already got her, her gold medals yeah. it's like it was just she was just coming back to defend her title mm-hmm. and i think the biggest thing i was thinking about i know it's not cheer but it's like somewhat correlating because it's gymnastics and tumbling i was just thinking like that's that girl's neck if like something crazy were to mm-hmm. happen like she could she's going so fast she could just snap her neck and it's dangerous and like yeah like i have my whole situation with my own story with cheer and i just remember like it being so dangerous at one point like my dumb ass was like over here throwing tucks when i didn't have it confidently mm-hmm. and it had to be like the coldest night ever in football yeah and it was my very last tuck i was gonna on throw that fucking turf on that too. fucking nasty ass turf uh-huh. fucking mercer just spreading throughout and i was just like okay i'm gonna get it and i should have i should have just fucking stopped but it was my last tuck and i was going to do it because i was so close so close and I fucking landed on my face and I scratched the entire front part of my face. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was bad. My forehead was all scratched up. Thank goodness I had a headband on that was covering half of it. So that wasn't that bad. And then, like, in between my um my two eyes, I still have a mark to this day to a point where, I think it was, like, a year ago, one of my managers asked me if I had a tattoo on my face. And I'm like, that was, like, five years they ago. They said, you DC young fly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what they said. And I was like, no. But, like, yeah. I am dark. Obviously, I'm black. And so, like, sometimes, like, when I'm in the sun or whatever, like, it gets darker. Because mm-hmm. it's just a part of my skin now. It's just a darker part. It's a scar. Yeah. 
so yeah that's my experience with cheer i do love it though mm-hmm. i appreciate the camaraderie with it oh you ta- you asked me about the fucking show yeah but if you want to be off the show we can be off the show oh no we, we can, can talk about the show regular. yeah no the show I mean, was cool i i appreciated it and then all the crazy stuff started coming out mm-hmm. the second the second season of the mm-hmm. show and i was just like wow and i liked um monica oh co- yeah the coach yeah mm-hmm. i liked yeah. her I don't. I didn't have a problem with her because a lot of times when people talk about cheer, like they think like the coaches are just like assholes. Mm-hmm. But she seemed like she actually genuinely gave a fuck about her cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you were there for the bullshit and you didn't want to do your part, and then like, okay, cool, I understood that too because I, uh-huh. I also understood that from coaching. Yeah. Oh yeah, we coach. Not only did we we were actual cheerleaders, we coached mm-hmm. cheer. Um, the parents are awful. Yeah. <laughs> They're the worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because I promise you, I don't. (laughs) Yeah. Dance moms, cheer moms, all those type of, that kind of art and sport, all those kind of moms are psychotic. Psychotic. Mine was, my parents were not. They don't count as cheer. My parents don't count as cheer parents because they weren't. They were parents who had a daughter that cheered. Oh my god, no. Her parents were straight chilling. Yeah. Like, they'd be out at all the games, but nobody you never knew, knew. Nobody knew my parents, but at I was all. like, my parents are literally at everything. I literally stare at my parents all in the, the face all the time in the stands, yeah. at competitions. My parents are everywhere, but my parents weren't those people. Not that they weren't involved in what I was doing, mm-hmm. but it's just like, yeah, my parents gave me the money to do so. Mm-hmm. They made sure I got from A to B. They were just like, no, this is your experience. The problem that you find with a bunch of cheer moms or cheer, whatever, is they're living vicariously through their their kid from either they used to be a cheerleader back in the day or they wanted to or they want their kid to be like this this cool high school popular person Mm -hmm. and so they're living through their kid my parents did not do that at all nobody knew who my parents were no like i absolutely appreciated that and i'm not saying like my mom was my mom was not like all the way involved but my Mm -hmm. mom was like involved more than parents more than kevin's parents oh 100 percent, yeah but like she was not that person that was gonna come up and ca- talk to my coach because i didn't get this <laughs> specific position in the one cadence or the one dance that we have for the one halftime uh-huh. performance like she was not that mom she was that mom that was gonna bring some spaghetti for a team dinner uh-huh. and um bitch don't try her yeah she was that mom yeah but i also appreciated her because like from a different aspect like cheer is a white dominated sport as far like on the outside looking in and like it's becoming more diverse and like more diverse teams are becoming more like popular popular and we see them more often like there's an entire um instagram like black girl cheer like it's a whole thing with the whole angel rice is like an ambassador mm-hmm. she, she was for it when it first started popping when we back when we were in high school and i appreciated that because i didn't see when i was watching cheer on, on youtube i didn't see any like people of color mm-hmm. there is very like very sprinkled and like even for like our when we were in cheer we went to like a predominantly white school mm-hmm. and so like i think like our season like it was probably like the most black people diverse yeah our school district asked us to like be at host something because we had the most diverse cheerleaders they wanted and i was like this is a lie because the rest of your district does not look like this Mm-mm. this just so happened happened just yeah. literally that one seat it just so freaking happened that there was that we had like a couple asians couple black girls a cut a cu- well mostly still white or not mostly so white yeah. bitches but like other than that or and i i think like two latinas or something yeah. like that but like yeah for our where we're from that was not a thing that was it was unheard I don't, of we don't know how that happened and we were <laughs> the, like the most talented 
group ever but like it was just nice to be able to see people like around mm-hmm. us and i was gonna segue and kind of talk about how okay back to my, my mom and like she wasn't like super involved but like, she wanted to make sure i was always put together mm-hmm. like it was not a choice but to be put together and yeah we talk about cheer and like the girls like to like be cute have the little bun in their hair or whatever they got going on but like then you also have those girls that like don't care and they just kind of like throw themselves together and like just kind of walking off the street onto like a football game mm-hmm. that was my that was not allowed in my black ho- mm-hmm. in my black household like not at all like my hair had to be slicked back to the tee no flyaways a lot of the girls like to fly away the stupid little the two pieces oh christina calls them tendrils yeah the two pieces they pull out um from the side because they're they don't want their hair all the way up because they think they're not as pretty with their hair like i understand that as a girl my hair is my confidence but like them white girls they just stayed with it but the thing is is no one ever said anything to them about it and not that someone directly called out like any girl on our team that was black who would ever try and do that but it was just like we wouldn't do that because you know you'd get looked at like crazy or like Mm -hmm. you're messy or unkept Unkept. yeah and also like if your coach said wear a high ponytail Mm -hmm. like that's what it was like cheer is not an individualized sport it is a team sport so like when you're out on the sidelines you are to look as one yeah you're to that's why we all know the same cadences or dances and cheers is to move as one Uh look as one sound as one like it's it's a team sport, but everybody wants to be so individualized. So, like, my whole point was my mom made sure I was laced and make sure I was put together. Like, I had two pairs of shoes, cheer shoes, so I had to make sure my shoes were spank white. Every single football game, I had to throw them in the washer, and they had to air dry for throughout the week. My – I know it's super extra, but my – um. My uniforms, I had to get them dry cleaned. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, not dry cleaned, but they had to be pressed. Yeah. And I had to go pick them up, like, every Thursday before the game. Like, it was just a thing. And I appreciate it now because, like, it, it shapes me for who I am today. Because mm-hmm. I would look over the next girl to me and, like, she's just wrinkled. She's pulled her cheer, her outfit out of her bag and it's wrinkled. But it's, like... Mm-hmm being like a black girl in cheer like you have to you're held to a different standard it's just like anything else that you can relate it to anything else in the world like going to jobs or something we were girl. just talking to your mom about like job interviews every black girl knows okay you show up to the job interview with your hair pressed and straight um so you can get the job but then every, once you get that yeah we assimilate and then after that you sit here and wear your hair natural mm-hmm. and i dare someone to tell me something about it Try you're gonna it. get discriminate discrimination case so freaking quick mm-hmm. don't talk to me about my hair um but yeah and the same with cheer like if you don't come completely put together they're gonna say something crazy i remember you tell me this story all the time the stupid thing about the bra and that that was Girl, because yeah. she was just a tone deaf ignorant naive old white lady yeah because they were talking about like our bras had to be nude and christina came with like a black bra or something mm-hmm. right because christina is not white yeah i was yeah. always taught that like if you wear like a white shirt because we're talking about tryouts mm-hmm. time and like um my mom would always tell me like if you're gonna wear a white shirt you have to wear like a black bra underneath because then it just doesn't show like you're not gonna wear like a red sports bra you're not gonna wear a green sports bra because like you can see all that through but i'm also not gonna wear a white sports bra because you can see the white beyond the Mm -hmm. white so i was always taught to wear a black sports bra now this coach that quit whatever resigned that she wasn't supposed to be there that year uncapped nasty girl yeah ew she just wasn't put together yeah at all and she had the nerve to come to me and was like oh like you know you're supposed to like you should wear like a white bra or something like that something Mm -hmm. along those lines and i was just thinking in my head like 
well, why would I do that when white's gonna be like spank like yeah what? up against your skin that don't that's make gonna no show sense. yeah it's gonna show like crazy but no because she doesn't get it and that's also not caring or understanding your kids or who you're coaching mm-hmm. for you to get have the nerve to walk up to this black girl and tell yeah. her that no yeah. and then my problem with her okay so another thing and so I guess. The way I structured this in my notes was just, like, my gripes about cheer, like, what it was for me. And a lot of things about cheer, I think, added to the kind of sense of body, like, dysmorphia or just, like, or I don't think it's that severe, but just, like, body image problems I have because that same coach, um, she always talked about my hips. Yeah. All the time. I remember one of my first interactions with her was her talking about how wide my hips were. The bitch was and, jealous. Like, she was just like, just stick them in. And I'm like, do you how? want me to shave my bone? How? Like, <laughs> like, and she, that was always like a huge thing she would always go after me for. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Because then again, and mind you, am I the biggest whale on this planet? No. no. But am I a toothpick? No. no. But the thing is, with but cheer, that's any another of us? thing. No, no, there were a couple of them, but not really. But the thing, because she would put anyone on team. That's another thing. You need to, (laughs) if you are considering cheerleading, you have to go in there with the tough skin to realize you may not make it because the cheerleading world is hard. If you look a certain way, Mm -hmm. if you can't get some shit together, they're not, you're not going to get selected and that's the hard truth and it sucks, but that's what it is. So the thing is, none of us were fucking beluga whales. Mm -mm. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but actually but she was one of those people who would put anyone on a team at the same time too whatever she wants she was trying to be like the nice coach because yeah. like obviously we're talking about her and like we'll talk about the mm-hmm. evolution of that like that school that we uh, cheered at and then we end up coaching at because it was uh, two completely different experiences yeah yeah but and everyone yeah, could be on that team she, at that point she wanted to be the nice coach who let everybody on the team i think because her own past childhood of her not, oh, not being trauma. good enough yeah her own trauma probably coming through of her not being good enough and looking different so like she would allow anybody on the team but the thing is is the ones who weren't huge um, she would be so mean to oh my and God, nitpick. So mean. She was, and then, mind was you, like, she, that's what she even like had me. She wanted me to talk to people on our team to be like, hey, well, maybe like maybe you should talk to so and so and like maybe they can go to the gym with you. And I was like, girl, is this bitch serious? Girl, no, that ain't your problem. Don't you make that your problem because a girl will hate you. Girls and cheer are mean. Another thing I'm going to No, they talk did about. hate me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Girl. Yeah, yep. I was like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get my yeah. own back handspring right now. Like, mm-hmm. like this is not really what I'm thinking about. No. Um. So that was one thing. Cheer really just like the unrealistic body expectations and like, but not just between coaches, but then girls. I mean, your teenage mm-hmm. girls, even if you did weren't on a high school cheer team, you're in high school around that age. You're always going to be looking at all the other girls that you go to school with and comparing yourself. But cheer just puts it under a microscope because the sport is usually um, pretty slender, athletic, tiny people. And if you don't fit that, you're kind of just looking at yourself like, damn. And it and it doesn't help when you are half naked. Mm-hmm. So then you're even more worried about what the hell you're wearing. I remember after I got injured that one year, obvi- like I gained weight because I couldn't work out like every single day. And Which, I w- that was a problem. And the I was in you fit- injury situation. Yeah, was- that was BS. We'll talk mm, about that. Girl. I'll also negligent coaching um um i got i gained weight and then putting on my uniforms yeah i could still 
fit in them, but I felt like a huge beached whale. And, um, and then it sucked because one hoe took some of my old skirts or whatever. And I was just like, y'all just give my shit away. Like I was mad because the coaches let that happen, but whatever. And, um, no, it just, cheer really messes up. It morphs your morphed my mind at least on how like my body image. And don't get me wrong, like mm-hmm. if you were a person going out to be a cheerleader and you just happened to come upon this like episode, like cheer can be fun, but also understand like if you're coming from like middle school and you used to be the top notch flyer and you're only five foot or whatever, mm-hmm. and just understand like your body's going to grow, like you're going oh, to high change, school, yeah. you're changing. You might not be a flyer forever. Mm-hmm. You might have all the body positions, understand it, but like you gonna be a base. You, you gonna be a you main. gonna be a base, and it's okay to be a base. It's okay to like transition and learn new things. You don't need to be up in the air, cause think about it. Those people underneath you, they're they're growing too. Mm-hmm. They might not be the tallest, biggest, whatever person to be able to hold you up too. So you have to be okay and be willing to like evolve. I think so many times. People who are flyers, they it's want a to, self-centered sport. It is. It's and a show. They it's a see meme. you, yeah. and they don't. They're not willing to like be the teamwork and move to become a back spot mm-hmm. or move to become a base. It's like they, because at the end of the day, like I remember someone had told me once mm-hmm. we had dropped a uh, stunt, definitely not allowed. But they were just like, it's um, all they see is me. They don't see you. They don't know that you're the reason that that, that this stunt fell. Mm-hmm. It's my fault. And I was just like, and I never understood that because I had never been a flyer. I was never in the air. So I never understood like that's your fault. I understood that was my fault. Like mm-hmm. I had fucked up the sport. I had fucked up the grip or whatever. But I guess I never thought about it like that because still in my head, I'd be like, oh, them bitches dropped her. But that's because I know what I know about right. her. Well, yeah, I guess. I don't know, but that's another thing. Cheerleading is a very, even though it's, it's a team sport, quote unquote. It's for every bitch who wants attention, who's a narcissist, mm-hmm. who's like, and not to say. That wants to I, walk around yeah. in the uniform yeah. on game day. Mm-hmm. I used to get in trouble for that because I wouldn't <laughs> because I didn't want to be associated with those bitches. And then I'd get um, demerits and oh shit God. like that. The first year that I had moved over to like the school we both went to, <sighs> I didn't know because like I didn't come from like a super like normalized cheer program. Mm-hmm. And so when they had told me to like, wear like our cheer top with like our pants, I wasn't thinking sweatpants. Girl, I walked in in, like, jeans. Uh-huh. And I remember, I lived across the street, so, like, I had someone bring me the pants uh-huh. or the skirt or whatever over. But, like, I got my butt chewed out. And I was like, you said pants. Like, uh-huh. I, I didn't know. But now thinking about that, I just was walking around in some jeans, jeans and, like, a and shell. Jeans a shell. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so that's another thing I disliked about cheer is that it was so... Girls are so mean, and, and like I said, it's a, a lot of pin, being pinned against each other because you're competing for a spot, you're competing for this, but it's just like a whole nother level, and then if you have coaches who aren't good coaches, mm-hmm. who who feed into the bullshit, who still right. think they're like in middle school or high school or on that comp team that they, mm-hmm. in this level four comp team they were on 20 years ago, Girl. like like they feed into it. It was just, it was a nasty environment. It was mean girls who were so just into themselves and so like figuring out themselves and trying to impress whatever boy or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was a lot just, of boy attention. Yeah. And I was just like, ew. And I, I did not like it. The only, so the, the way I got into cheer, 
I didn't mean to ever stumble into cheer. It was never my jam. I wanted to join student council like sometime in middle school. And then you had to go to the office to get a packet. But cheer tryouts were running the same time and their packet was right next to each other. I went in the office, grabbed the wrong packet, came home, gave it to my mom. She was just like, oh, you're trying out for cheer because it was in a yellow manila like envelope. So I didn't even read what the packet said. And then she was like, no, do it. Here's the packet. Just try it. Just try something new. Because I always did stuff like National Honor Society or like student council. And I hadn't been in a sport in a minute because I quit soccer because I was over it because I did it all the time I quit, all the day. yeah i quit karate because i only was forced to do it because Corey did it and she liked it so my parents just put me in it because they were like you're not gonna sit around the house and like get unactive and like be do you're nothing yeah you're freaking like eight you're ten you're whatever you're gonna do something mm-hmm. um and then it gives so, you structure too. Yeah, like being yeah. in a sport definitely gives you and structure. discipline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then my mom was like, "No, just try out, see what happens, whatever." Then so that's how I started cheering because I I grabbed the wrong stupid Damn, packet. Um, and then <laughs> and then from that from middle school, my middle school coach she had just come out of like all star coaching and she like she said she was done, but she wasn't really done. So that's how she ended up in school cheer because she was just like, I still just wanted a little taste of cheer because mm-hmm. anyone who does cheer will still always have. A some place in their heart for it um because you spend so much time in it yeah it's like the one sport that is actually year round Mm -hmm. like you don't get a break yeah you might get like two weeks yep and then so so then she moved to this but then she started a competitive team because she was just <laughs> she wanted to go back and like the skill level is totally different from school cheer to all-star cheer different. there's different levels different it's all different and so then she had me be a part of that and then so I really did start liking cheer like it was fun I met new people my confidence like my dad says my confidence skyrocketed and I was so young that I don't remember that I, if I was like quiet or not con- like mm-hmm. a confident kid but, but my it probably da- did you yeah. had to be on stage you had to perform like mm-hmm. this entire dance the sequence and like you had to be confident to be a cheerleader you have to show face that you are confident yeah fake it till you make it, it that's <laughs> all day long um chin up guys yeah so um i really did like cheer those like three years and then I came to high school and I didn't really want to cheer anymore but then my mom and my dad were just like go ahead go just try out they really didn't give her an option yeah especially (laughs) at the time where we had the coaches she was taking you she was taking you you got you had to go oh yeah we needed numbers like we didn't have like a full team yeah so then I come up to the school with um a couple of my friends that I actually went to middle school with because we all kind of just so happened to move on this side of town at the same time so some girls I already had cheered with before and they were all competitive cheerleaders too we come to high school and then like this program ain't like it ain't it it's brand new because the coach before Mm -hmm. had just stepped down yeah so we're walking into like someone who's just now taking this over yeah and she was a cheerleader 50 years ago yeah and nobody (laughs) all the cheerleaders that were actually good the year before didn't want to cheer under her yeah so and me not being from the side of town new school i didn't know know that so yeah yeah, uh, walking into a totally new program and then me and one of the girls i cheered with were just like what the fuck is this like Mm -hmm. this is what we did like when we were like 
11 and like yeah, like we were like what is going on here but whatever made the team my parents were like just give it two weeks but then within the two weeks that's you when you have to pay, pay the money yeah yeah so then it was like my parents were like give it two weeks and if you don't like it you can back out you can quit but all the time they'd pay the money and be like no you stay it my parents did that to Girl, me every year every year every year and i mean i knew it was happening but what am i gonna tell my parents like it's whatever and it kept me yeah i, I got involved in the school because again i didn't grow up with any of these kids because I moved to the side of town now just starting high school so I didn't go to middle school with any of these people so my parents were like no let's make sure you're involved in the school I got to meet a bunch of different people anyway besides the point so my whole point is where was I set oh I I just stumbled upon cheer stumbled into this little high school program I loved cheer when I first stumbled into it hated it once I got to high school and once I stopped doing competitive stuff because like Again, the coaches we had, the girls we had, because everyone just wanted to do it just to be... They didn't love it for the sport of it. And that's the thing. I loved cheerleading because the competitiveness and how I knew the potential of cheer and what cheer could do and how amazing of an athlete you have to be. Mm -hmm. But then I was surrounded by a bunch of girls who were just doing it to wear the uniform to be cute. And just doing it as a self-serving thing. To I'm the star of the show. And it bit me in the ass being around all these girls who are the star of the show. Because not only did I get hurt from it, from their, like, little selfish motives or whatever, but then also, like, another reason, and it, it, not to say it was, like, the most, because I was actually talking to my friend about this, he asked me, um, last time we went to eat, um, well, I asked him first, and he asked me the question back, like, what is one of the biggest things that, like, changed your life or impacted your life, and I said, well, it wasn't, like, a huge event, event, but it was, like, my second year in high school, and my dad was just, like, now, I don't know who the fuck you think you are hanging out with, like, I don't, like these cheer girls or whatever. You're not one of them. You need to stop acting like it. Because, yeah, the stereotype of the 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 little bitch who thinks she's all that, who's trying to be Miss Popular, who's a brat. That's what people think when they think of cheerleaders. And I don't know how many times people have told me, oh, I'm surprised you were a cheerleader. You seem so nice. Mm-hmm. Because they all think we're a bunch of bitches. And my dad was just like, you need to straighten the fuck up because you're not my Kevin. You're not my sweet little Kevin anymore. Not that I was like some tyrant asshole little bitch ever like but for me like it was my dad was just like no (laughs) like so you need to straighten yourself up you need to come out of this little influence of these little bitches like get it together because you are like who you hang around Mm -hmm. and like even though this cheer team that we were on at this time was not competitive Mm -hmm. you still spend so much of your time here yeah five days a week five days a week three hours at three hours like literally like every single day after school you're there at practice and then god forbid you have a performance on that friday Mm -hmm. that friday or on that thursday when you have a game then you have to be there early just to mark up on the football field to know your spots Mm -hmm. and your positions it's a lot of time and energy put there and then let alone if even if you go to practice mm-hmm. so go to school go to practice for a couple hours then you leave school and then either you go to the cheer gym or you go to the regular gym mm-hmm. just continue off the sport and then you go home and then you practice all your moves for the whatever that you got going on at, um at the end of the week and then you wake up early and then you do it all over again yeah like it's so much energy and then if you're hanging around these people like who are your people that are low tyrants or assholes mm-hmm. and then you're hanging out with them at um what's it called lunch yeah you know what i mean so like it never really ends the cycle is uh-huh. just constantly constantly you're yeah. around these people all day long yeah like they become your family mm-hmm. in a sense yeah so and if they're not the best influence then it's like well 
Yeah. So once my dad said that, I like, I snapped out of it real quick. Again, like I wasn't by any means like any of them, but he saw like a little piece of me. Yeah. A little glimmer of brat or whatever he thought Mm -hmm. he saw. And he was like, absolutely not. Because then, yeah, he looks at all the parents when they're at the games and sees how all the girls act. And, Mm -hmm. oh, this girl gets mad um, because something happened on the sideline or during um, this halftime routine. So she goes up to her mom and the mom yells at the coach. And my parents would watch it all happen and like, what the fuck? Like, no. Um, and let's see. What else do I have? Coaching. Um, oh, coaching. Um, would never coach cheer ever again in my life. And no, I would do it again. Not if, right now. If parents not right weren't now. involved. If, if parents were not involved at all. If the they worst. all were my parents. If all these girls and guys parents were like my parents cool i would coach again cool, yeah. but that's not the reality and being realistic i don't need the headache um i absolutely and if all the girls were like kevin yeah because <laughs> these bitches mm-mm. i'm a very yes ma'am i show up and i do what i'm supposed to do and i do what i'm supposed to do good mm-hmm. and i leave like that's that's mm-hmm. how i am at work just anything in my life that's how i i will give you my 110 percent for however long you need me i don't complain i don't i i just and i do what i'm you supposed do to your do job. yeah that's um, what i love <laughs> but yeah coaching the uh, i loved coaching the athletes couldn't stand the parents. Yeah, that care. And um, I just couldn't stand the parents. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I would have to pick the coaching staff or who I co-coach with or whatever, because that was a huge damper too, because me and Christina had to deal with a woman who then, she kind of showed a little bit more of the cheer side world of like the body expectations and being like, the pretty white girl, the tiny little white girl with blonde hair and stuff like that. Like she wanted our girls to be that. And she was very nasty to the girls who weren't that. And mind, and mindless, you guys, like, remember how we were kind of talking about like how like our coach, when we first got in there was like an older white lady and she didn't, she was like not well put together. And so now this is like the flip side. Like now we're graduating and we're coming back and it's an all black coaching staff now. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know what what that means to anybody else, but like when I say that and how proud I was to walk into a situation where we are at this predominantly white school that's already having all of these race racial issues, mm, and for us to be yeah. like a like an all black woman coaching staff, we could have been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like we actually could have like instilled change in our girls. And like when I was coming into coaching, like I was coming off of like um, cheering for like a semester in college, and so like I learned so much from that. But that's also, like, where I had my first, like, breakdown, like, an anxiety attack. Because it was just a lot of pressure. And I had never felt that Yeah, before. that's a whole new ball game. Collegiate, like, cheering, palm, anything like that. You that you have to be the best of the best. Always be on. You need to look like a doll and, like, have your shit together. And they will break you down. And you're conditioned to the max. You're conditioned to be that girl next door. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. everything about you. There is no... You're not your own identity. You're not your own identity. <laughs> there is no individualistic or in, you can't be an individual in cheer uh-huh. or even in some cheer of some aspect. So like when the girls had their little hair pieces in front, that is not allowed. Like if my coach in college said, okay, we're all wearing our hair down with curls, then okay, that's what we had to do. We had to take, we literally had to curl our hair, take, um, pin it up, 
take pictures of it front and back, send it to her just to get approval, mm-hmm. just to be able to like be like, okay, that's what you're wearing at the game, or that's what you're doing, or if your hair's not bone straight, then go back, go fix it. You can't be on the sideline looking half crazy. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be so put together. Everyone had the same um, type makeup, of makeup, type of makeup that they had to wear. Everyone had to wear the same exact eyelashes that they had to wear. Um, everyone had to wear the same exact underwear and the same color underwear that you had to wear. Like everything was so specific down to the point where like it was okay. Like I love, I love the structure. Like I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. And it, you had to try out for to even be on a game, to even cheer out a game. Like you had to in the. You're always fighting for your spot. You're always fighting for your spot. Nothing was ever guaranteed. And if you were not up to par with like your athleticism, you weren't. There wasn't a shot that you were even going to make the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Like if you didn't make your mile time. You, you don't even make it. You can know all your cheers. You can have everything down pat, but you're not. Because you, why do I want a tired, out of breath bitch on the sideline? Because you're on all the mm-hmm. time. There is Cameras no, everywhere. There's way too many cameras everywhere. Thing is televised. Like, you have to be put on and you have to know what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. There is no half-ass anything. Don't get me wrong. Like, I fucking loved it. But, like, waking up, being there at 5 o'clock in the morning. And if you're five minutes late, you're fucking late. Like, if, if there's that time and you have to be somewhere at 6 o'clock, you have to be there at 5.50. You have to be ready. And, like, we had so many different events that we had to go to. We had different games that we had to go to. We had different charity events we had to be at. We had study hall. That if you were brand new, you had to be at study hall for at least eight hours. And mind you, I'm still, like, working throughout all of this. Mm-hmm. And this is my first year out of high school. And so this is way, way more. Um, and so, okay, whatever. My whole point was I, I came from that, and then I went into coaching. And so, like, my coach for um, cheer and, like, in college – loved her like she was great like because everything that she asked of us she could do and 10 times mm-hmm. better like if the bitch like if we had to run um, uh, two miles like it was just nothing we had to run two miles mm-hmm. she she could run it be done like if we had our fizz our fitness test that we had to do she could do it and that girl also worked she had three jobs yeah. she was also going to school she just graduated she worked. but if you love cheer you'll make it happen yeah. and that's that's what differentiates the bitch who just wants to be in the uniform and the bitch who will actually work for it and loves the sport because you will work your ass off and do whatever and work those three jobs just to still, try to yeah. make just to try to look at the sidelines because mm-hmm. you didn't want to be that bitch that was just walking around selling t-shirts because you still yeah, paid your money. Exactly. And so it's like, okay, if your parents are coming to this, oh well. Like, and cheer is not an, expen- an inexpensive sport. No, we're talking about so, thousands of yeah, dollars. Yeah, so I'm going to sit here and pay three grand, four grand. I really hope I make the sideline. Right. <laughs> like, I don't just want to be at the event holding the pom-pom just right. to say, hey, we're here to represent Mm-mm. this college. No, I, I want to be do doing something. I want to be there. I want to go win national somewhere. Yeah. I want to fly to freaking Florida. I want to fly to Texas. I want to do all that and win. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm such a sore loser. That was another (laughs) thing. With our high school, so our high school did end up having a competitive team. I refuse to be on it because I'm sorry. I am a sore loser. Maybe I'm not a team player. And we were like the first year. Yeah, it was the first first year for their like com- competitive season. Coming at back, this, yeah. yeah. And um, I refused to do it because I was like, no. Again, I'm around a bunch of girls who don't care about cheer for what it should actually be. They're not going to fight to keep and that stuff up. They're not. They don't fight. Um, and oh, be, I think it was was it right before, or right after I got fucked up. I don't remember. I knew it was my senior year, so I think you had to be fucked oh, up already. okay, yeah. I was already... Because I tried out, made the team. My mama didn't know. She told me I couldn't do it because I wasn't... <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I got a bill. And I was like, I can't go. And she... That's teacher with the coach. She had to take the bill away from me. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and that was the thing, too, because after I got um, hurt pretty bad, I was like, no, I'm not going I'm not going to fight for a team who wouldn't fight for me because what happened to me was bullshit. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Absolute BS. I'm tired of everyone going to the nurse's office for some stupid for, the, for, bandage. the, for bandages and stuff, crying hysterical. So um, you know your ankle being yeah. fucked up? Bring your own tape. Yeah, bring your own tape. Oh, I hate that. Can I have your KT tape? This no. shit's expensive. KT tape is expensive, ho. Or for the braces. Yeah, if you have to wear a knee brace, that's fine, but I hate a bitch because I actually wore my knee brace like pretty, uh, like here or there. But, like, I would wear it, but it wouldn't be... When oh, you let needed me sit, it. Yeah. Oh, let me sit out. I Don't ever be that bitch with the brace on who's sitting out every game who said, nobody believes you, ho. That just means you ain't good enough. <laughs> yeah, and so <laughs> coming... Okay, so, Kevin. So, pretty much, we were at the little cheer gym, and this bitch didn't want Kevin to be her back spot, right? No, she didn't want... Um, no, she... So, the stunt I was in, we were off to the side of center. Even more and she wanted to be the center flyer. So, um, what is it called? She sabotaged our stunt because she thought our... Because co- our coaches have done it before, so she was just learning off of what the, their reactions to things. That if our stunt didn't go, they'd switch her to the middle, like, with different bases. Because they'd be like, oh, they can't base her. Like, they're not strong enough or good enough to base her whatever um so then this hoe in the middle of the air like i don't know what she did she oh well she came down she sabotaged but she like kicked out she was in she was in a liberty or lib or whatever you call it everyone calls it different yeah um and then she like went she kicked out and did some weird shit but i refuse to let her fall i'm not ever gonna let someone fall and then she doesn't fall like flyers know how to fall like you're taught how, how to, to fall, fall yeah. so that you don't hurt anybody but she like sat in the air like a can't like it was like a cannonball you do in a pool and she came down directly on my head like i had already backed up getting ready to catch her my arms were out in a basket but then to she catch like, her properly yeah but then she was doing like weird ass shit and then so and and a split second she just like cannonballed landed directly on my head so like it was like my head was being pushed like an accordion against the rest of my body and so it fucked up my neck and my back <laughs> like really bad still to this day where like she literally can't even lay down for too long or sit down for too long and her back's fucked up mm-hmm. like this girl fucked up kevin's life mm-hmm. and she she gets to go off and live her whatever life because she didn't give a fuck mm-hmm. She, and she probably still doesn't give a fuck but like Kevin still has to live with that for no yeah for and I didn't ever say anything about it I didn't like blame the girl well I'm saying it right now but it's no, just, blame like, her. I never like said anything crazy but she went around the whole next week my vagina is bruised my butt is bruised okay don't fall the way you fell and it's just like don't talk to me because now I'm in physical therapy not for just eight months but then this is how our coaches don't know how to coach and our coaches are so negligent because then I come back and because mind you on our team i am like i can stunt i'm a i'm a pretty strong girl i'm pretty tall as like i'm a good base i can do whatever in a stunt and then so they had some new flyers never flown before in their life they're about five foot two girls but just because you're short does not mean you should be a flyer because they're my weight i'm about like 125 130 in high school at the lake but oh because i just started getting weight so i'm probably like 130 because i'm coming back from the eight months of not being able to do anything and then so i'm five eight my 125, 130 looks a lot different than their 5'2", 130 plus. It feels a lot different yeah. too. And then also my bases always made me main. 
Um, that means you hold the entire yeah, stunt. Yeah, you hold the entire stunt, which should be the shortest person so that the other bases can help they can just send assist. her up. Yeah. yeah, they can assist. But the thing is, is if I'm the main, no one else can touch my ass because I'm too tall for everyone. So I have all this girl by myself pretty much. And then she's unexperienced. She freaks out in the air. She doesn't know how to fall right. And she's heavy. So she fell. She didn't fall directly on my head or whatever. But she fell some way and it fucked up. Like it fucked me up again. So I was out for like another six months in physical therapy. I lost a lot of rotation and like my neck movements, all that stuff. But it's again, I don't blame the girl. It was because she already wasn't comfortable with flying. It was Mm -hmm. literally my first day back. Like the first after our 15 minutes of stretching, the first day back into stunts, like 30 minutes practice in total, I probably practiced. Because then I was like, no, I'm done. My body is like, y'all have fucked me up. Like, I'm done. Um, so I don't blame that girl. She didn't know what she was doing. The she was uncomfortable. They should have never put her but there. But you know what? They probably put her there because Kevin never says no and Kevin always pull, um, pulls through. Yeah. So that I guess that was my own fault. But then again, I'm just like, no, I'm a young high school girl. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, okay, an adult's telling me to do something. I'm going to do it. That's yeah. how I am as a person. I'm a people pleaser. And so, yeah. Again, negligent coaching. And side note, the girl who messed me up for forever then went on later in the season to take out two other girls. One girl fucked up her shoulder for good and another one fucked up her shoulder for good. And then, so when me and Christina started coaching, we didn't want to be those people. Like mm-hmm. how Christina said her college coach like could do everything. Me and Christina wanted to be those people. Yeah. But then we were with another coach who so she, was, she was the head of the program. She could she never cheered a day in her life. Mm-mm. She couldn't do anything we could do. Whenever her team needed help, I was the one with her team. I was in the middle of stunts. I was in the middle of doing shit all the time. Yeah. Christina would help out her team all the time. Oh my God. And then even like the first year when I came back mm-hmm. and they wanted me to help them with a competitive team mm-hmm. and then the the girl said that i couldn't go to be go to the main competition yeah no i, I did like, this I, will... I need to see this through i i put your girls together i was like not me being here at six o'clock <laughs> in the morning on saturdays and taking off of work and all that to help mm-hmm. your team this is not my team uh-huh. so if you want me to help with a competitive team and i'm over there with the girls mm-hmm. in the stunts helping tweak positions all types mm-hmm. of stuff and they're coming to me yeah. for help. And they're not even coming to you. I'm the one that yeah. knows this entire routine inside and out. And you're going to tell me I can't go uh-huh. to the actual competition? Mm-hmm. That's not going to make no sense to me. No, that's bullshit. And it's not going to make sense to the girls. And again, that's mm-hmm. why the girls respect you and not her. Because, yeah, if you can't do the shit. And mind you, if I, I highly doubt Miss Monica from Cheer is busting out freaking Arabians and shit left and no, right. No, but you but can throw like, her up in a stunt because yeah, I've seen it happen many a, times. Yeah, like I'm sure she can do something so she knows what she's talking about. So her athletes respect her. But you, uh, the lady we coached with was Girl. Boo-Boo the Fool. And even the people we were coached by, we looked at them like they were crazy because we were just like you have no idea what you're talking about you can't do this me and christina would run around the damn track when we were coaches with these girls we would sit here and try and we would condition with them we'd do the shit with them Mm -hmm. because yeah nobody's gonna respect you mind you yes we're we were the youngest coaches there so maybe our bodies are more apt to it but the other coach had to be at the most eight years older than us yeah no, yeah she old. yeah she's not even 30 like no one and none of the coaching people maybe the other one was a little bit over whatever anyway everyone's young and fit you should be able no, everybody's to do young it. and fit yeah. even the other coach that um was actually like knew what she was talking mm-hmm. about like that actually coached with us mm-hmm. on our jv team like 
she'd be at the gym she yeah. could run she could do all the stuff that she was mm-hmm. asking of the girls even if a girl got hurt or she needs to show somebody she was capable of showing them the positioning being in the stunt mm-hmm. so like she was still on our level as far as like yeah she was the other one the, the head after, coach yeah the head was coach not. was not she was just about like, the pretty girl yeah either, either you had to be white blonde hair blue eyes or you had to be mixed yeah and i think that was that's her own trauma because she was a chocolate like short little girl so i think she had a lot of problems and like self-hate and yeah. now that she's older she's like confident in it because then the bitch pops up with africa earrings not and the even whole, though all because, that shit yeah but then, yeah just fronting yeah. and shit like that and then but it was just like but you sit here and you treat our girls who don't look like barbie like shit like how you treated me like shit when i and the thing is this lady supposedly coach me she was not a coach to me but like you asked me to coach with you but Mm -hmm. then you treat me christina and then all the girls that aren't little and white like shit when you look like us yeah it was the biggest (laughs) mind fuck you fucking look like us and And like you as a coach or as any adult in any scenario dealing with children like you have so much like power and how they're being molded and stuff and their confidence and how they look at each other so that was so disgusting to me to and all throughout cheer is how like selfish and and like fucked up the adults were Mm -hmm. because i'm just like if i sit here and i say this about myself or i say this to one of these little girls then this next one's gonna get thinking okay why don't i look that like that or something's wrong with me and stuff like that you have so much power on what you say to children and it's so nasty how people can manipulate that or take advantage of it because not even just the mean part but one part i wanted to bring up and it'll circle back to the show is just the like pedophilia that is in cheerleading and it's this disgusting and i would definitely say like you have so much influence over these young Mm -hmm. women that are like shaping and men and men Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah because we did have some guys on the team Mm -hmm. too and we did coach some but like for you to have multiple bullying allegations Mm -hmm. brought up against you to the point where you have to quit or you get fired or asked to step down from your coaching position Mm -hmm. when this is just like some extra side gig for you and you took it how embarrassing girl and you're disgusting again a, a, a child or an adult bullying a child mm-hmm. and again that's why i'm saying cheerleading allows for people to revert to being a child themselves yeah. because there's no reason an adult should get in trouble for bullying but it wasn't just with the head coach we coached with it was with our own coaches yeah. that we had because they got in trouble for all that shit for bullying us and yeah. then i remember the f- thing about like my hips and how i looked happened my freshman year my first year there but it wasn't until senior year that a case finally really got brought against her and they asked me to come in and say like my why i believe she was bullying so i never said anything but she had so many different instances yeah because i ended up in the office my senior year so many other girls had said stuff too so then yeah that's how embarrassing and how disgusting that you make children feel that way when it's literally supposed to be their escape or their fun because like i said cheer is not all bad i loved cheer at one point Mm -hmm. But when I got to the group of people that I had to deal with when I got older, I hated it. You have I, to protect these young people. Yeah. It's, it's too much and it's a lot going on. And mm-hmm. if anything, you want to be their outlet. Yeah. And they're, they're teenagers. They're literally still trying to figure out themselves and this literally like you have one of the biggest impacts on them. Do not be the reason this, this person 
feels horrible about themselves or don't like you get what i'm saying yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah um that one thing that you said is going to stick with somebody for forever because mm-hmm. like that one thing that, that you said about your hips is it's not going anywhere no it's not and that one thing that one bitch said about maddie because maddie's talked about it on the podcast about like uh, this goes back to the body image thing i remember all the girls on the team just so happen to get belly button piercings at, like within the same like two weeks yeah span. you're not allowed to have a man <laughs> yeah you, which i don't understand why little bitches don't understand i'm not trying to get my belly button ripped out <laughs> yeah i'm not trying to get my ear ripped out my belly button Mm-mm. my nose any of that you're not allowed to wear jewelry during cheer yeah um and so taping it doesn't mean shit they all had got it within two weeks gotten like belly button piercings and i remember like maddie got hers and then that one roach whatever was talking about how maddie was too fat to like have a belly button piercing girl yeah and um and i was just like see this is the energy we don't need and this is why everyone thinks cheerleaders are bitches because the shit you say like that because it's real yeah it's so fucked up so aside from that um Back to, like, the show, but still back to, like, the real chill world as it is. Um, Like I said, the pedophilia of it all, what the show and just people's reactions, like, what irked my soul was that, um, like, so many people cheer such a cult of, like, if there's, like, the cheerlebrities and stuff like that, like he was, I guess. And it's just, like, then all these other cheerleaders are just, like, I don't believe you. And they started icing those two little twin boys out and, like, sending the little boys death threats and shit like that because, oh, he never do this or or whatever. He's a cheerleberty. Why would you do this to him? Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Uh, A cheerleberty? What the fuck does that mean to me? You traumatized me. You literally sexually assaulted and harassed me. But that's that's how fucking crazy some people are with cheer Mm -hmm. that it's just, yes, they love it so much, but to the point where, Oh my God, you're sitting here justifying or ignoring the fact that oh, yeah. this happened to them. But the thing is, is it's always in in the world of cheerleading, there's such a power dynamic. And like I'm saying, whether it be coaches, because when we coached uh, or not when we coached, when we cheered um, in high school, I remember one of the other local high schools in our city, like one of the dudes got in trouble. One of the coaches at another school got in trouble for sexually assaulting a couple of his cheerleaders. And then I heard some shit the other day about another coach uh, sexually assaulting another one of their students. And it's just like because you're in this position of you're their coach or you're whatever cheer liberty. Yeah. And so you think you have some type of pull somehow. And you do. Mm-hmm somehow because if you're sitting there telling somebody oh i'm not gonna put you in the front i'm not gonna give you that pass that you want Mm -hmm. yeah and you're only like you're 15 years old Uh you're 16 years old like your mind's not fully developed and all you want is that Mm -hmm. the pedophilia is disgusting and i and you don't want to be hated like the exactly because that those boys got Mm -hmm. and even like thinking like when this um, when jerry dick is sentenced Mm -hmm. and like all this stuff started popping back up again like and yeah i've had people on my page that are cheerleaders Mm -hmm. and have cheered professionally even I even had this other girl sit there and be like, well, you know, it sucks because I actually knew the real him and he, referring to Jerry. Yeah. And he's just not like that. He's that person that would sit there and support me, cheer me on on the mat. It's like, okay, you could do that. That might have been also be a perv. Yeah, that might have 
been what he did for you, but that doesn't negate what he did to those other men. Yeah. Or young boys. Or it's not okay. No, it's not. And I think And now they have to live with that and take that for the rest of their lives. Yeah. They have to be reminded of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, oh boo hoo, he has to sit in jail for ten years. Yeah. And I, I don't care the people keep saying, Well, Jerry was young, it's a mistake. I'm sorry. Um, by the age of freaking six, I would know, uh, no, if someone doesn't want me touching them, if they don't want me to talking to them like that inappropriately, or if I'm making someone feel like icky or sad, don't fucking do it. Yeah. You're not, you can't sit there and tell me. And I, and yeah, maybe the kids were saying yes, but again, they're children. And because they see that you're such a big figure in the cheer world now and all their friends and their whole life revolves around cheer because that's what cheer makes you do is be completely involved in it and it's your whole life. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't say anything too or I'm going to go along with what the fuck you say to do because if I don't, my whole livelihood in my 15-year-old brain Mm -hmm. is going to get ripped away from me. Like in an imagine, like you turn on the Mm -hmm. TV and you see him on Ellen Mm -hmm. or you're just sitting here scrolling up on your timeline and you see him again or you just school and you want to watch cheer videos on youtube yeah. and there he goes pops up because he's just commentary or you want to watch this bomb um um school perform mm-hmm. but he happens to be on it and it's the biggest thing ever out for the cheer world and all they're talking about on, from netflix mm-hmm. is cheer mm-hmm. but every time you look at it you cringe yeah. and no one probably understands because you're probably sitting there walking with what was happening what it just mm-hmm. happened to you in real life yeah it's and he's been glamorized it's like no I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. This is not okay. No. And everyone's telling you you're wrong. And then when you do go to like the actual cheer commission and you report them. Oh, they're they so say, full of shit. Yeah. Um, I need to find it. Maybe I'll link it. I watched this one. This one girl did all the research for me because mm-hmm. I was interested in it myself. This whole like vice uh, section. She like looked through all the cheer federation shit and all the things that have been filed and complaints and harassment and assault and all that shit. And there's literally below two digits of things they actually took action on. Probably just a single digit amount of shit that they've actually taken action on or or at least investigated but but the the people are still cheering in their competitions they're still representing their mm-hmm. brand it's disgusting and it the all, cheerleading world is gross and it all goes back down to power and money because remember mm-hmm. when we said this is an expensive sport this sport is thousands of dollars mm-hmm. That and that again, that could show you the the whole racial disparity because yeah. it's just in, everyone inequality. Can't afford it. Everyone can't afford it, and unfortunately, that's black and brown people mm-hmm. because of other things that go into our social Girl, status in much. the country. Yeah. It's all it's all intertwined. Yeah, but yeah, it's not a cheap sport, and so if if everybody starts leaving it and takes a stand for oh because you keep supporting all these perpetrators and nasty ass people then there would be no money that's a lot of money to lose boom cheerleading is a whole machine um did you want to talk about anything else about as far as cheer i was going to start on the positives but is there anything else before we get to the positives really quick yeah let's go to the positives okay um the positives i did meet like my closest friends <laughs> like through her saying this basic ass yeah, shit i mean i'm sorry uh, because honestly i don't like sometimes i do a lot of the times i'm just like 
I kind of regret it, but it's not that serious because I'm like, what else would I be doing in high school? Like, hang out, student council with the fucking Mormons. Like, <laughs> nothing against them. She loves nothing, y'all. No, nothing. Yeah. If anybody loves y'all, she loves y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Because I feel like all the time it sounds like I don't like the LDS community because oh I dissect no, she, them too much. She is so, like, involved. She actually cares. <laughs> and she's not a super religious person, but, like, she actually takes the time to, like, learn about it. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you, Christina. No, like hours, like days, <laughs> weeks, months, weeks, months, like Corona duration time. Yeah, still sending it's me still links. Going. Still sending me links to be like, hey, do you want to watch this new show? It just came out, or do you want to listen to this podcast? I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's times where I'm just like, I wish I wouldn't have done it for the parts of like my body is already like to shit as it is like my knees fucked up my back's and my neck are fucked up Mm -hmm. like this shit wasn't worth it the first couple years maybe yeah i had fun but i was it worth it for the rest of my life no um but it was really fun those first couple years and um like i said i loved competing um but i would only compete with people who i knew had the same mindset so that's why i didn't do it later on in life um because i wasn't surrounded by those people but i loved i loved the competition of it all i loved the um the kind of grit it takes i loved being around like the when i was around those like-minded people oh my god the determination the drive the athleticism that people who like are really into cheer have it's like this sounds so ass, but it had ass, but it's so like inspiring. It's so like mm-hmm. hell yeah, you can do anything, and we're gonna go fucking crush it. And we're all working hard, blood, literal blood, sweat, and tears. And are you're you gonna bleeding? go kill that shit. Are are you are you good? Are you alive? Oh my! The <laughs> side note: this is side. It, it's a joke because um, one routine we had. <laughs> one of our old coaches um i remember we were because all the time like me and christina said earlier bitches on our team just wanted to sit out because they weren't really there for cheer they just wanted to wear the uniform so they always like the littlest scratch the littlest everything they'd be crying needed to go to the nurse we'd be looking at them like we got time for that yeah go to the quick care and then so fine and usually that coach always babied them but i don't Mm -hmm. know that morning she was over that shit it was like 5 30 in the morning in a cold ass school gym and um, oh no she did baby them she did baby them and oh because alex uh, never mind the coach wasn't the one that said it oh so our coach was babying her i don't know what happened to this girl but me alex and the girl and then something happened to her i think maybe when her arms linked up i don't know if she got scratched or something and then she like halts the whole whole show starts this whole dramatic scene about to cry and our coach is like oh my this girl started like (laughs) she started crying she started whining doing whatever the fuck she's doing Alex turned to her and she goes, "Are you dead? <laughs> are, you, are you are you good? Are you are you alive? You're alive though. Yeah. Okay, get up. You're good." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, our coach finds out what happens because she's probably like two feet away. Oh, she did a whole have some compassion. <laughs> she stops us in the middle of this practice again. Mind you, it's five thirty in the fucking morning. We're all half uh, half asleep. And then so after she hears that Alex says this, because I'm just sitting there laughing. I didn't shut Alex out. I was like, "Girl, you tell her." Yeah, and just so, suck it up. Yeah, and then so she makes us all circle up, and then the practice is over at this point. Like the whole mood. 
food is killed. She circles uh, circles us all up. The coach. I mind you, I'm walking laps around. I would never be in team meetings. I would just walk around my coach in laps the whole circle. It'd be this big ass circle of girls. I just walk around because I was like, this is stupid. It's my senior year. I'm fucking over. I'm yeah. fucking over the coach. I'm over everything. Yeah. I'm just sitting there like. And yeah, the coach has some compassion. Where's your heart? Because we don't care. Yeah. We're like this bitch cries wolf every other fucking practice. She comes with a new type of brace yep. every fucking Knee day. Brace, ankle brace. Yeah, I said she sits brace. on the sidelines all the time. How does she have all these braces? And I said even if you have the braces on, I would cheer all the time with my braces on. I ain't give a shit. Like, Girl, ha- are, are you get dead? Up. Get the fuck up. Alex said, "Are you dead?" No, bitch. Get the fuck up then. Yeah, you're, you're fine. fine. Our coach, have the most dramatic scene ever, have some compassion. We still talk about it to this day. Yeah. And you know what? Kevin and I, we are not, like, we are not the bitches to come cry to. No. Like. <laughs> no, we're, like, are you dead, people? That That's who we are. Are you dead? No, cool. You're okay. Keep it pushing. We literally just had this discussion an hour ago because we were talking about someone else and complaining about their job. It's like, come on. He said he wants overtime. Then, then he, he don't want to work then, overtime. Then when he gets overtime, ugh, no, not the kind of overtime I wanted. Uh, what? What? Then what is it? And then, it's 120 degrees. Okay. Like, we live in Vegas. You're, what do you expect? Like, you're not going to tell us that we, all of America works day in, day out like this. Wait, girl. Get sorry, so sorry. Move on. I'm not even sorry. I, <laughs> okay, that's, that's crazy. A, that's crazy. That's wild. Wow. Shoot. Kind of told y'all my positives in between. Mm-hmm. Like my positives were like I love the teamwork of it. I loved my college coach. She was fucking phenomenal, mm-hmm. and it gave me purpose. It gave me determination. It mm-hmm. gave me drive. It allowed me to understand how to organize my life, plan mm-hmm. accordingly, and like anything you set your mind to, you can do it. Yep. Yep. That's a good way to end it. Absolutely. Yep. Positives of cheer. Confident. I think I said it. Confidence it gave me. It was fun. And the times that I was fun, the friends I made, friend, my best friend for mm-hmm. life is be cut through cheer. Christina Ryan Cross for me. And coaching cheer. I loved coaching cheer. I loved dealing with the kids. I loved it. Yeah, I fucked the parents, but it's great. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to end this one. Listen to this one. Right after you listen to this one, go listen to what we're about to do of the he's a 10, but slash X. Thank you, Christina. Thank you.